0: Good morning, Buck it is Thursday, January 20th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change, coming to you from a glorious, sunny, and crisp gem city. Joined today by who else? The director of recruiting for 24 7 sports, Steve Wolfong. Steve, how goes it in Indy? Hey, good morning, y'all. It's good. 40 degrees, sun is shining, sending
1: these good vibes down I 70 through Dayton all the way to
0: Columbus. We'll take them. Today is going to be an educational exploit in the class of 2023. Given Ohio State is pretty much done putting the finishing touches on the class of 2022, we have brought in the best when it comes to getting us ready for 23. These are the names we will be focused on intently up until our next signing day and commitment scene and all that good stuff. Let's start with a new guy. Jim Knowles, the new defensive coordinator, took over. His first offer went to a linebacker from Louisiana. Many of the front row denizens have seen the video of Tackett Curtis and remarked at how good he is. Your thoughts? It is traditionally very difficult for the Ohio State Buckeyes to get a guy out of Louisiana.
1: Ohio State normally doesn't even recruit the state of Louisiana, but this was the first prospect that Coach Knowles uh, went and visited and offered per Uh, Tacker Curtis's head coach, uh, who also is his uncle, Jess Curtis. And so, you know, I think there was a previous relationship there. But uh, this is a young man that's been looking at the Big Ten programs. Michigan and Wisconsin were two that made a major impression on him. He's visited a couple times. He's been out to Oklahoma a couple times, Arkansas. uh, um, So, uh, this is one where I think Ohio State could be a factor moving forward, and, and sounds like Coach Knowles made an impression on this young man who's who's been uh, living around the football for the last
0: few seasons. And like we said, that's a video you want to check out. Tackett, Curtis. Okay, one of the main focuses going forward is going to be beefing up the safety position. Not only has it struggled and the room been light on talent, Jim Knowles' defense technically adds another safety to the field. So recruiting efforts will be redoubled there. That makes sense. They've made a hard push for the number one safety in the class of 2023, a fantastic prospect, yet a Georgia native, Caleb Downs. Once again, we're going back into the South. How doable?
1: This is a, you want to talk about film uh, and and the kind of season that someone had, Caleb Downs had as good a season as, as anybody in high school football this past season uh, for one of the best high school football programs in, in the nation down there in, in Mill Creek and uh, picked off five passes, forced to fumble, uh, um, just a, a standout that made things happen uh, on both sides of the ball and uh, uh, just so smooth and instinctive and, and just a terrific football player. He's at the top of board for Ohio state, regardless of position and Perry Eliano is at the ground running with him. already had, some strong conversation with Caleb, and and he wants to get back up to Ohio State. He's been to Columbus before. You know, he's got some schools standing out to him. I think the Buckeyes are are, are closer to the top of his list. Uh, um, And so this is one that Ohio State's in the middle of it for. And Caleb Downs, in addition to all the tangibles he brings to the table, elite intangibles would be a monster pickup for any
0: program. He's a Georgia native, and Georgia just won the national title. And he
1: was there for that celebration too.
0: Is it realistic to expect Georgia to now kind of clean up in state at least for the next few years? Or is this guy someone who's really looking around? Well, I mean, obviously, Georgia's already been recruiting at a high level.
1: So it's, it's, you know, they win the national championship. Maybe that gives them a, a, a little bit of a, a bump here. But you know, his older brother plays at North Carolina. His dad played at North Carolina State. I mean, his uncle is a defensive back coach, Dre Bly, at North Carolina. They got family that's. Been all over, and this is a young man that's going to make the best decision for him. And if it's Ohio State, he'll go to Ohio State. If it's Alabama, who's done a terrific job recruiting him, it'll be Alabama. You know, George is in there, of course. Clemson, uh, a contender. Uh, but Ohio State, early on, doing all the right things with Caleb Downs as well.
0: So we will see if Perry Aliano can pull this off early, would certainly be a nice way to ingratiate yourself with the fans. Let's talk quarterback a little bit. One is that Corey Dennis was in louisiana to see arch manning play we haven't talked a lot about arch manning here i don't think he's necessarily a realistic option obviously they're covering all their bases going down there how uh much faith should we put into the recruitment of arch manning
1: well talking to nelson stewart the head coach at isidore newman you know, he said he's had numerous conversations with cory dennis and and you see, Corey uh, Dennis, is. it's easy to see why he's one of the best recruiters of the position in the country, because in addition to Ryan Day's pedigree in offense and offense and the impact that Coach Dennis has had on that with the development of the signal callers, he doesn't take the relationship component for granted. And, and uh, you know, if the, if, the, if it's a guy that Ohio State's targeting, Coach Dennis is doing everything he can to build a report with those guys. And Coach Stewart talked about, Ryan Day's track record at the position and how that's intriguing for any signal caller, but the guy that I keep going back to at quarterback for Ohio State this cycle, and I'm not saying they're going to get him, but I think it's a guy that they're in the middle of it for is Jackson Arnold from Denton Geyer, who's one of the top players at the position in the country and, and and certainly uh, a guy that's as coveted as anybody in, in the country. And Corey Dennis went and saw him play in the fall and offered him the next day. And, Jackson wanted to come visit Ohio State for a game this fall, but it wasn't able to work out with his own schedule as Denton Guyer made it all the way to the state title game in in the in, uh, high school football's best division of, of, of ball in the country, in my opinion. The largest class in Texas, Jackson Arnold, took his team to the final. and They were up on Cade Clubnick and Austin Westlake in the second half, if I remember it correctly. So they gave Westlake hell uh, as Westlake won its second straight state title. So uh, I think Ohio State's in that one with schools like Oklahoma and Arkansas and Notre Dame right now. Uh, but we'll see where that, that recruitment goes moving forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Dante Moore out of Detroit King, who had a great junior season, uh, who's actually an Ohio native. You know, I think Michigan and Notre Dame have done a good job with Dante Moore, but Oregon's coming hard and, you know, uh, a few others. And and then they had Nico Iamaleva on, on campus too, this summer, uh, from Warren high school out there in, in Downey, California, and with Malachi Nelson committed to USC, it'll be interesting to see where Nico goes. Alabama seems to be in a good spot for him right now, or at least that was last I heard a-, a month ago or so. But Ohio State had him on campus as well.
0: It does seem like there are certain schools now that if you are a quarterback, you should clearly attend Ohio State, USC with Lincoln Riley, Alabama. We're going to take a quick break, come back. More crew. All right, we are back. Ohio State has several schools they always meet on the recruiting trail. I imagine there'll be a little bit more drama associated with meeting Notre Dame out there, considering a fine Buckeye now runs their program, and Marcus Freeman, one of those guys, Keon Keeley, he's committed to Notre Dame, defensive end at a Berkeley prep, by the way, the alma mater of one Nicholas Petit Frere. Ohio State isn't taking no for an answer, though.
1: No, neither is a school like Alabama who offered this week, and Keon said that he may visit them at the end of the month. And Ohio State's a program that he definitely wants to visit. I think he's got interest in the Buckeyes, um, and so we'll see where that goes. But he is a very relevant name for Ohio State recruitants to follow. Moving forward, he's an electric pass rusher that had a great junior season out of Berkeley Prep, same high school as Nicholas Petit Freer. And I think that Ohio State's in the middle of this one moving forward. So he's a guy y'all will want to track and get to know.
0: I imagine when it comes to recruiting, there are several cranky fan bases. I'd have to imagine Oklahoma's tops the list given Lincoln Riley's exit has seen many of their committed recruits boogie, including their starting quarterback, I might add. One of those was Brandon Ennis, one of the top receivers in the country. Obviously Ohio state should be in the mix for every top receiver who knows what's up. Brian Hartline has made an effort to go after Brandon Ennis. Is it realistic?
1: So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but Brandon Ennis is is looking at Ohio state, USC, Alabama, and Miami. Those were four schools when I sat down with them earlier this month and talked that I know are doing a good job. And, he likes the way Coach Hartline recruits him. He likes the way he teaches him about the game right now and, and, and thinks that Coach Hartline's a guy that can get him where he wants to go. And certainly we talked about track record at quarterback at Ohio State, and the receiver track record is right there too. And uh, um, so I think that's exciting for Ennis. He's going to visit Miami later this month, um, and I think he'll take his time with the process, but Ohio State's a major contender there as well.
0: All right, we're going to finish with this. A yes or no answer. Omari Abar will sign with Ohio State.
1: True. I haven't heard of another school in the mix for Omari Abar since maybe even like November. You know, if you look at the coaches that visited during the last contact period, Larry Johnson a couple times, Ryan Day once, I'm not sure anyone else went in home. I mean, Ohio State is the program that prioritized Omari down the stretch and it's looking good that he'll be part of this terrific class dad has told me numerous times that he thinks larry johnson's the best defensive line coach in the country so that's who he wants to play for and come learn from
0: everybody is smarter on recruiting thanks to the director of recruiting for 24 7 sports steve wilfong steve thanks for joining us
1: take care y'all have a good one